This is Let's Finally Watch It, where we watch the movies that you guys were smart enough to see a long time ago, but we missed the memo on, or at least one or both of us have. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan. And I'm Clark Knez. And today we are watching Edward Scissorhands, which I've never seen. Yeah, okay. Okay. I could I could see not seeing this. Okay, why can you see not seeing this? Because I don't even know why I haven't seen it. Like, there's not even a good story, like some podcasts in the past or some movies. I... I truly don't think I would have watched this if my parents weren't weird. Oh, like, okay. For me, I really like... So this is probably like the third or fourth Tim Burton movie I would have seen. Okay. So I, I think at this point in my life, I was becoming aware of directors mm. and people uh, being involved. This movie's from the 90s, right? I believe so. Okay. <sighs> I can't 80s, remember. Right? If it is, it's like late. I don't know. Well, I think I, I want to say it's like 91. Okay. Because I do know, I know that it's after like Batman. He did okay. Batman. Uh, Tim Burton did. I don't and think I ever clocked that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He did hmm. that one from the, uh, and that one was in 1989 or something. Gotcha. So I'm thinking this is like 91, but yeah. I really do like this movie. Well, okay. I don't want to give away too much. Okay, okay. But you like it, I do like it, yeah. I haven't seen it, though. I would probably guess more than 15 years ago. Oh, wow. That's a while. It's like my Mm -hmm. 200 cigarettes. I mean, I don't know if I went 15 years, but the better part of a while where you're like, I think I like it, but you're not sure what you're not going to remember or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I don't, there's certain things in it where I'm like, I feel like, okay, I feel like it would, it's, it might be problematic, but like not in the, the opposite way of you thinking about it, hmm. I guess that's the best. I huh. could I'm excited that. to find out what you mean by that. Cause I can't even take an educated guess. Um, yeah. I, uh. I think once you start watching it, you'll be like, Oh, oh I get what, I okay. get what that okay. is because, um, I don't know. I, so I know I listen. Ooh, 1990. <clears throat> it was 1990. Okay, it came out in 1990. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Yes, I understand. Johnny Depp, not a good person. They're, they're, yeah. I also think Amber Heard, not a good person either. No. So I, I, what I, I didn't follow the trial, but mm-hmm. from what I understand, it's setting a dangerous precedence yes. against uh, you know people who speak out. And yeah. the and the and the thing is like I didn't really follow this whole trial and I know that there's mm-hmm. a whole thing around it. I don't necessarily follow things like yeah. if I don't know people in general. So I don't know the ins and outs of the case. I don't either. Like I think I don't care personally cuz I don't care that much about Johnny Depp, so I've never been mm-hmm. tracking his career. Sure. But systemically, I care, I guess, or Mm -hmm. culturally, I care. But I, like you, I don't know all the ins and outs because I didn't follow it. Yeah. I mean, it was unavoidable. It was like every time I went on TikTok or Reddit, I'd find out some piece of it that I didn't ask to find out um, Mm -hmm. because it really was inescapable for the, it was like two weeks that it was going on, something like that. It was, it was pretty unavoidable, but 
I don't pretend to understand all the nuance. So I think what we're is what we're trying to say out there in podcast land to our listeners that like we're mindful mm-hmm. that this is happening, but we're not right going to really be talking much about it probably in the full part of the episode because we don't we don't, we don't want to speak out of turn. Right. Exactly. I don't know enough to. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You know, talk about it. And we're acknowledging it. yeah yeah we're acknowledging i know that mm-hmm. there's like some weirdness with johnny Depp, and let's be honest this johnny Depp, who the thing is i think people change some people yeah. change for the worse especially with fame especially with exactly fame. Yeah. and i i don't think the johnny Depp that was in edward scissorhands is the if he did anything bad recently i, mm-hmm. I don't think that should reflect on this and either which up. way, it's interesting we've kind of stumbled into this topic because I am somebody who, to some extent, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about cancel culture. I feel a couple of different ways about it. We'll save that soapbox for another time. But I don't like canceling art that much. That's what I was going to say. I yeah. still, like, what really broke my heart, and this isn't quite cancel, well, no, it is actually cancel culture. Remember that actor from the Cosby show a couple of years back was uh, caught on film, if you will, or got someone put, put mm-hmm. a photo of him bagging groceries and they were acting like it was like this yeah. insane thing, which is terrible on many, many levels. But like, I'm not saying that he wouldn't have had to have a day job with or without Cosby going to jail for sexual assault. Right. But when Cosby was outed as a predator, now the shows are back on Hulu or wherever they're living now, right. but they were pulled out of syndication. And that is how a lot of working actors who are not Cosby wow. level famous. Became, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But it like became, it's how you get residual checks. It's how you get money to pay some bills. If not actually still earn a living years later when you're not working. Cause it is a fickle industry. It's one of the few things it's changing now with streamers, but it was one of the few things that could really yeah. help actors out. And so it's like, I don't want to punish everyone that's associated right. with a project because there's one bad apple. Same thing happened with Seventh Heaven when the, um, yeah. Stephen Collins was outed as a pedo, which is, which is insane. Crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, of course, it's someone like him. It's always the ones that seem squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. Like that part didn't shock sure. me. I didn't see it coming. But I was like, once I digested it, I'm like, of course, it's this guy. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, but you also never know until you know. That's true, too. And, that's yeah. true, too. And um, there was some like minor actors, reoccurring actors on Seventh Heaven that also spoke to the press about this exact thing. Because that got pulled for a while, too. And they're like. We're not saying we were making a living and on Easy Street, but we could at least pay our phone bill every month right. on these residual checks from it being on the Hallmark Channel or the ABC exactly. Family, like whatever. And so, you know, even if like Edward Scissorhand was the worst in 1990 and right now and every mm-hmm. year in between, if there's other people that did a good job on the project and right. he's not even being Johnny Depp, he's being Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I don't. Uh, it's 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 really, it's really hard. messy to me it's really messy we cannot live in absolutes and this is yeah. kind of my line in the sand with this particular part of cancel yeah. culture and it's weird i mean because this is coming i for me i am a huge uh or uh, i'm a huge smiths fan right i've always been more of a smiths fan than a morrissey fan mm-hmm. and i remember you know a few years ago like right before the pandemic pretty much like morrissey you know was wearing a far right party's pin right he had said some not so great things Mm -hmm. no some definite vile things yes about people 
and different cultures. And the thing is, like, there was this thing that was a letter. I think if you write Nick Cave, uh, the singer, mm-hmm. a letter, he will he will just respond to it on his website, which is really cool cool because he doesn't not a bad seed thing to do that is not exactly because i can't i can't believe that he does do that yeah that's pretty impressive but like they're asking him about it and he was like you know i i had been a fan of you know the smiths of course like Mm -hmm. he was talking about that but he was like i don't think that he was like listen if people don't like me as a person he was like if you know i may be out there i I may Mm -hmm. you know whatever He's like, if people don't like me for whatever reason, but like my songs, I'm fine with that. Because the thing is, for for me, I once my song is out in the world, mm. it's not my song anymore. Yeah. That's how a lot of artists feel. Like, yeah, I've heard that iteration in a few different ways. Well, because because it's like how um, people interpret your song, how how yeah, you much can't pe- control the narrative once it's kind of out. Exactly. How people feel. Yeah. And then so like I think I mean because like one of the biggest examples for me as far as movies go though I didn't watch um, Rosemary's Baby for the longest mm-hmm. time because mm-hmm. of uh, Roman, Roman Polanski. Yeah. I finally watched it and it's one of my favorite And it's movies. like you can't yeah. I mean if you don't want to watch something that's fine but like putting your head in the sand there's so many on purpose to avoid problematic people, you're not going to be able to right. enjoy anything. And I'm not saying that as like an excuse for bad behavior, but like we're only getting to a time now where we're understanding human behavior. Right. Exactly. And getting better at modifying it. And we're still not that great at it, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like we're still kind of in the dark ages with even how therapy works or right. how we're, we're at the cutting edge of like parts of neuroscience right now. It's a very exciting time, but throughout history, that means people were even less educated about mental health, uh, Mm -hmm. emotional intelligence. uh, You know what I mean? Like anything like that. So you're going to have just real, like there's no being a rock fan is really hard. Yep. You know, it's really hard. It's really hard. Maybe that's why at times I can be blase about canceling art. You know, yeah. at the people, it's a little trickier. There's there's different nuances to that. But yeah. and I understand supporting artists is sort of supporting them. But it's like I wouldn't have music to listen to. Probably 70 percent of my and that yeah. might even be a low ball. Like, you know, right. like I know, it, I, depending I on that. what we're talking well, about. Because like the thing is, I don't I mean, show me like a perfect person. I'll, I'm going to be honest. Like, I think maybe I've gotten more cynical about humanity over sure. the over the years. But like, well, I, I think really, a lot of people have up to the past couple of years. Especially. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like I, I'm not a religious person, but like he who was who he who's without sin yeah. throw the cast the first stone. I don't think anybody's perfect like that, you know, no. and, 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 but the thing is, I I think it's like, you know, do whatever you want though. I mean, like, it, I, think that's I don't the think, thing. yeah, if someone doesn't want to watch or listen to something cool, mm-hmm. but don't, t- I don't like it when people bully people into, right. It, Cause it is complicated to me. Yeah, I think so. And the thing is, it's like. I yeah especially like you know we've talked about like old movies and stuff like that and some of these people are crazy I there's so I mean Hollywood's just like that that's just the way Hollywood is and it's getting huh yeah well sorry like I just realized another point though we only cancel the public facing figures like a Johnny Depp right Mm -hmm. like we're talking about Johnny Depp this whole conversation is about Johnny Depp yes yeah but if we are talking about 
like even like a Roman Polanski who was a director granted mm-hmm. a very famous one for a lot of different reasons mm-hmm. a lot of his personal life was out there for sure but like look at all the old movie studio heads oh yeah for like sure. you know like Louis B. Mayer was a terror yeah you know but we, we still love Judy Garland movies mm-hmm. right exactly. you know it's like it's a tricky thing it kind of it's like the almost like the reverse of what I'm saying is like, we shouldn't cancel art because of all the people that work on mm-hmm. it. But also sometimes all the people that work on it can be terrible too. Yeah. Maybe worse that than the public facing people, you know, be, it, yeah. it's just like, there's, you get a group of people doing anything yeah. together. Someone's going to suck. Yeah. And I think, and I, I think that's where you have to just be like, Hey, I'm going to watch this piece of art. This is yes. floating in a, in a vacuum or whatever. Because, because like, let's be honest, the only pure art then Mm-hmm. is ai art we've been we've been Which talking is, about yeah, lately yeah and it's like yeah the, it's like the least at least an artist didn't yeah make it so right. there you go maybe there maybe that's right. the most pure art oh you then, know people you know? get mad though because i like, know oh because they're ripping off this artist who's problematic so ai is problematic exactly, too, which is a yeah. different argument of what people are making i'm kind of just making a loose yeah. point but you can't make everyone happy so it's anyways yeah important it's important i'm glad you brought it up though i knew Mm -hmm. we would talk about it at some point i wasn't sure when but i'm glad we're just kind of getting it out of the way yeah especially since i actually don't have a lot to say about um going into this because i kind of don't know a lot about it i kind of get the impression it's part frankenstein or part Mm -hmm. almost like pinocchio learning to be a real boy i feel like there's something having to do with emotions but i have literally no idea what i'm in for yeah i i think it's charming I honestly, I think Johnny Depp's great in it. Winona Ryder's in it. Mm-hmm. Literally, probably say my biggest crush of all time. Oh, like, really? Number one. Wow. I think absolutely number one. Gotcha. There's, I mean, you can name other people, but I. It's just it, it's been a constant in my life. And Diana Weist is in it. Anthony Michael Hall is in oh, it. Oh shit. And but he he plays a different character in it which is very interesting um it's it's, like tell me you were a child or young adult actor in the 80s without telling me you're in this movie yeah yeah um it's a great it's great there's one person that's not listed on the uh cast list right there that i'm gonna save but it's gonna come pretty early Mm -hmm. on it i I think it's really fun i dressed up as uh edward scissorhands nice i won second place at my office who beat you somebody that was literally just wearing a diaper and was dressed up like a baby no it was the laziest fucking costume i've ever seen in my life oh my god i don't have a lot of weird pet peeves like for the most part i just let people be Mm -hmm. people but when adults are dressed like babies, I leave I, the room. I, I yeah, cannot handle yeah. it. I cannot. It's it's a line in the sand for me. You know I'm what? like, yeah. no. I might be. I might have a picture. Of I'd a rather video. watch problematic people all day long <laughs> than see an adult in a baby <laughs> diaper. Like, I, hate, I, I was like, it was the dumbest thing. And obviously it got the, it, it, it was shocking. So I guess it got all the votes. But mine looked good. I I remember the scars. My my sister Candace helped me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was going to makeup school at the time, and uh, she's a very good makeup artist. And we um, rolled up uh, to get those uh, scars. We just rolled up small pieces of paper towels, mm. so it have those long strands. And then you just put it underneath, mm. and you just put the. It it, it was really cool. And uh, but anyways, yeah, it was one of my favorites. I mean, God, I watched it very young. I know. I think I watched this in the movie theater. Wow. Yeah, and uh, but it's it's interesting, and it <clears throat> it's kind of those. 
So yeah, this is a few years before um the uh what what was the other movie Nightmare for Christmas mm, that we watched? Yeah. And I think it has similar elements to it, but it's just done so much better. And okay. I I think that's probably why I don't I think this movie might be the reason why I don't necessarily like that movie as much because I right. think a lot of the concepts were done better in this movie. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm excited. This is a movie that never uh didn't appeal to me like i'm like it looks interesting i just Mm -hmm. yeah no one's ever made me watch it and it's weird because it's like i think everyone knows who edward scissorhands like who he is sure people know what that visual is so it has a stranglehold in culture but it doesn't the fact that i don't know the plot this is not like the wizard of oz per se you know what i mean like he's in culture but i it's not like oh you you it's it's easy to miss too. For it's sure. It's really, it's an interesting juxtaposition. So I'm curious about how, yeah. if people out there listening right. have seen it or t- saw it later or what, because <laughs> it's one of those movies that's around, but at the same time, not everyone has seen. Yeah. And I don't think it's necessarily upon people's, high on people's list sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I totally get that. And the thing is, is that Tim Burton, if you think about like all the Tim Burton, this is kind of lower on the list mm-hmm. of things really? that he's maybe actually not such a i feel like all of his movies ping for different reasons yeah well i mean because the thing is is that tim burton uh his backstory is he grew up in burbank he was mm-hmm. like the weird goth <laughs> kid and burbank of all in, places <laughs> in burbank exactly which for anyone out there not in los angeles mm-hmm. it's just the most manicured city-fied suburb oh yeah is that the best way to put that and at that time it was even more so right i mean right and it's weird because like the movie, some of the movies that I watch, he really kind of captures that square peg in mm-hmm. that neighborhood. And you will, I mean, the visuals in this movie will give you those weird vibes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah. So it's 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 weird because like this movie, oh man, I don't want to give too okay. much away, but it's like you'll see like the campiness juxtaposed to like the spookiness. All right. I'm excited. This feels more up my alley than some of the past movies in the past month or two that we, or at least I haven't watched. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's probably the one I'm most excited for since like, I don't know. I don't even know. It's been a while actually, I think, since I've been pretty jazzed to watch a movie I haven't seen. So. Okay. Yeah. The most open I've been in a while. Even though I was pleasantly surprised by Love Actually and Bridget Jones. Yeah. I wasn't super stoked about that. I was like in the mood for it. I was like fine with it, but uh and i was yeah surprised because mm-hmm. a neutral fine but this i'm pretty yeah like, yeah let's watch it okay like, yeah. yeah let's watch it yeah all right okay. let's watch it okay we'll be back, we'll be back. bye and we are back we're back Guess what, guys? I actually loved this movie. Wow. I don't think I've said that too many times. Yeah. I think we've had 20 episodes or something close to there now. And I, yeah, I, I think I've said that about Coco. I definitely liked The Sandlot a lot. Mm-hmm. Others I've definitely liked fine. I'm counting the ones that I haven't seen, not the ones that I already sure. saw, of course. But from the jump, I was completely on board and oh, cool. I loved every second and I genuinely was not sure where it was going. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I'm the call out queen. Yeah. But I right. was like, oh, I can see a couple different avenues this could be going down. So I mm-hmm. was 
this was a rare movie watching experience for me. Like I loved it. Yeah. It was, wow. Okay. I, cool. I actually was on the seat edge of my seat. Like, yeah, it was, it was great. Oh, dope. Yeah. Cause I, because like I think in the preview review, I, mm-hmm. I and now I realize that this is definitely the fact for me mm-hmm. is that this is just, there's a lot of similar out because I was a little nervous because you weren't that crazy about um, nightmare for or you, actively disliked yeah it. it was one of my least um, favorites that we watched which kind of surprised me it only didn't shock me because i tried to watch it before and couldn't get into it mm-hmm. but yeah i thought i would like it at least more way more than i did yeah right and so so i was like i was like okay maybe yeah so mm-hmm. i it was hard for me to gauge on that but i was like no you know what this is just such a superior movie mm-hmm. a lot of the same similar imagery while well, this a little it's obviously different in this because most of it is in the suburban right part of it but yeah but there's easter eggs though because the the cookie making machine in the you know uh laboratory up on the hill if you will which again yeah that's another nightmare before christmas element you know the isolated house on the hill but then the cookie making machine looked a little bit like Jack Skellington, like the thing yeah. that was pressing down. And then the oven looked like, I forget, but I think it was the mayor or... Right. Or, the, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The mayor, it was kind of yeah. like, you know how in Disney or Pixar movies, sometimes you can see other characters from both past movies, but sometimes future movies running around because mm-hmm. it takes forever to animate. I almost wonder if those were Easter eggs on purpose because Nightmare Before Christmas took so long to film. It could have been, 100%. Because, yeah, I mean claymation is so much yeah more labor intensive than that's uh, why it was only just over an hour <laughs> yeah exactly uh the film that is yeah and then of course stranger in a strange land of yeah but this was one of my maybe my favorite stranger in a strange land movie i mean elf is pretty great too yeah, I, I don't fun. know if i can really pick but like it was and i said this at one point during the movie i'm like this is a master class in if this is true what else is true which is a big comedy rule out there for those of you who aren't nerds and don't study this shit for for fun or for professional reasons it's just the the building blocks of comedy if something has something weird and they're doing something what else could they be doing that's the easiest way to kind of explain it and just the whole scissor thing with both the injuries with both um his talents mm-hmm. <laughs> some in air quotations the uh the haircuts the dog haircuts looked fine sort of mm-hmm. there's a few i saw running around maybe not but the uh the women haircuts they kind of looked like uh karen haircuts yeah well now they <laughs> would be for, classified for, yeah. yeah but it's just so funny because it was before that term and haircut and mm-hmm. yet it's those are it, those are karens yeah those right. are what we know as Karen. Exactly. So it's kind of weird, like uh, our imitating life, life imitating art. I don't really know, know. which one. <laughs> but at one point I was like, wait, wait a second. Like those are some Kate Goslin haircuts. <laughs> those are 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like did Kate Goslin watch this movie? Was she right. a fan? I kind of want to know. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of goes back to like everybody is kind of like in agreement that the worst, one of the worst haircuts is mullets. Yeah. Although they're kind of back now. But yeah. Which and but weirds me out. But, but there are also like David Bowie mullets that yeah. look cool as hell. On so, David Bowie. On though, David Bowie. Some schmo yeah. walking down the street doesn't have the same right appeal. And like some of the hairdos, I kind of felt like uh, B-52s yeah. had it, like had haircuts like that and stuff like that. So I think that that's where they got like inspiration mm-hmm. for that, obviously. I mean... And honestly, 
I think the B fifty two should have been in this movie. To oh, be honest, yeah, I, I it looks like why. a B fifty two's music video it in does. some regards. Like pretty wild. So, okay, question: When you were saying it's problematic, but in the opposite way, we actually have not discussed this. Did you mean that because like uh, the 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 mom? I'm spacing on her name. Oh, Joy, Jocelyn, or Joyce? Or? Joyce was the neighbor. Um, oh, okay. Either which way, yeah, though. Uh-huh. Uh, the shoot. Now I'm not even thinking of the actors. Diana name. We- Diane Weiss. Yes, thank yeah. you, thank mm-hmm. you. Yes. Um, she, first of all, is amazing. But second of all, was it because like she just randomly brought a strange kid home with her, like, and didn't even think about it, and kind of walked into like his house? Is that what you meant by like problematic, but not problematic? Um, I so my (laughs) no, so my my thing was, and and it and it's displayed later, but it's kind of this concept of, and usually, so like Edward, what I consider. So like Edward Scissorhands in this movie, most movies that would have a character like that would be switched mm-hmm. and would be hypersexualized. Oh, okay. And Oh, so you're talking about the Joyce character. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like Uh okay, okay, yeah. So for me it's like this empty vessel. Mm-hmm. That's the, the the term that they use on you know screenwriting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like this new robot is you know this alien woman beautiful yeah. woman or whatever right and and it, it gets hypersexualized mm-hmm. and like sensationalized you know mostly because it's like foreign or, or whatever right and right right so i that was the element that i was thinking of and okay it does get touched on i i think like when i was younger it was probably a little bit more like in my head i was like whoa that's yeah. crazy you know right uh that yeah that's what i was thinking gotcha but then also i do think it really is people get getting taken out of their element and mm-hmm. just it just not working and or or being misunderstood mm-hmm. i think you know i mean that's obviously the moral of the story yeah i mean this is coming from you know we were talking about tim burton he grew up in mm-hmm. you know the suburbs uh in in verbank and everything and this is almost probably autobiographical for him in a, yeah. in a certain way it had a lot of mapping. What was something that I wrote down? Oh, how we like to put people on pedestals only to knock them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was such an interesting kind of theme to me because we see that in celebrity all the time. Yeah. You know, like every time someone feels like they're, and I'm not talking for like a day or a month, but like, you know, anybody that's like at the top of the charts for so long or anybody that's at the top of the box office for so long or just whatever magazine covers it can be anything um eventually what true or perceived stuff comes out about them right and everyone turns on them and it was just interesting (laughs) to kind of watch that in the neighborhood you know yeah yeah because like we love especially if like child actors like you know what i mean Or, or 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 um really beautiful we've been talking a lot in the past week or two about Austin Butler. Cause in real time, mm-hmm. I guess this is being released pretty quickly, but like he just won the golden globe and mm-hmm. I finally finished Elvis. I had to watch it in three sittings. Sorry guys. I, I did not like that movie, but I love Austin Butler. Mm-hmm. I know him from other stuff and, and he's great. So it's not a dig at him, but he's having this huge moment and I'm kind of almost nervous for him. Cause whether he's a stand up dude or whether he's not, what comes up has to come sure yeah down possibly i mean he might just level out and like blend in it could just be a moment but mm-hmm. anytime someone gets kind of built up i get a little nervous i know because i'm like ooh, we'll find out maybe you have real skeletons maybe you don't but people are gonna hate you just to hate i don't know but mob mentalities yeah. are real 
I mean, sadly, that's why like most of the people that we think of as being legends or whatever are people mm-hmm. who died young. And yeah. that's so sad. Well, yeah, because there wasn't enough time to taint their own yeah. image. Well, because like I remember there was this thing, and this was from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. This was probably in the 90s. And some guy was, there was this guy, he was like a comedian. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was ranting about like, you know, Kurt Cobain is really cool. But that's because he didn't have time to not be yeah. cool. He didn't have time to do a Taco Bell commercial. He didn't have time to <laughs> yeah, do... It's true, though. It's so true. He didn't have time to do a deodorant commercial or have a really bad album, you know? And yeah, like, and which would have been more realistic because I don't know if he really would have done... Com- yeah. Or, I, I don't know if... I mean, maybe like years later, but I think that was not in his DNA. But you're right. He could have had a bad album. He could have... Mm-hmm. I mean, like, look at like people eventually act out towards the paparazzi sure, eventually right. too i mean look at britney spears and i'm not look i think there's a lot of space for a lot of things to be true about britney spears should she have been locked up for as long probably not does she have mental health issues that are very serious mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think so 100 percent. and but like with all the pressure that she had mental health issues or not like she that umbrella incident where she was chasing them you yeah. know and shaved her head and all this stuff, like whether she was just a girl going through stuff or there was something deeper, we tore her down yeah. as a society. Right. You know? And it's so true. And the, and the weird part about it, too, is like a lot of some of those celebrities are like, man, I just want to go back to the way things or I just want to be normal. Yeah. For And and I I think that's kind of mirrored in, yeah. in the when he was on the TV show mm-hmm. and everybody was asking, hey, hey would you like? Mm-hmm. regular hands i know somebody who could help you mm-hmm. yes i would i would like to and then everybody's saying well then you're not gonna be special anymore yeah if you just have regular hands and so like it kind of puts that in your head and and it and it does suck because it's like do i hold on to that that what that part yeah. that makes me unique or whatever so yeah it's 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 a and but but then i but then i do think like some you know it, it, there's a certain point where they crave just being normal and Sometimes it's too, they're too far gone. Yeah. Well, Gary Coleman, of all people, probably the best person to say this, actually, uh, once said, you can't ever become unfamous. You might not be in the public's good graces. Mm -hmm. They may not love you the way they did at the peak of your fame, but you never can become unfamous. People will always remember you. Yeah. And he kind of suffered. Oh, hello, Grimmy. Grimmy just woke up. Uh, suffered the brunt of yeah. that because he was pretty ridiculed past his um i didn't even watch the show different strokes was that the one yeah yeah i don't think i've seen more than an episode or two of that one i missed that somehow but i mean i he was so famous i knew who he was regardless so mm-hmm. and he had a very just sad second half of his life yeah you know? and it sucks you know sometimes and then you kind of become a character and yeah people just have these ideas about mm-hmm. you and then it's hard to like go yeah. back which sucks yeah if yeah fame notoriety and standing out could be harm sometimes it's harmful you know and yeah you know and it's, especially in this movie you have such an orderly suburban life where mm-hmm. people come home at the same time people leave at the same time everything yeah. is in order mm-hmm. and no matter what your intentions are even if i mean because you know edward he's a sweetheart he doesn't know anything yeah he's too pure for this world exactly yeah yeah Yeah. 
he doesn't he doesn't have any he's just helping people he just like to help people mm-hmm. and and it's you know it's sad once people start thinking things about you then it's like it's hard yeah it's it's tough and yeah yeah it's a tale too and like people using you for their own stuff like the joyce That's... character for instance like oh i'm gonna help you do a salon but mm-hmm. it was like a reverse of sexual predators and the fact that it's usually men it's usually men yeah you know and but l- let me tell you i'm gonna be honest in my life i've i got sexually harassed really bad by women I, There's different stuff that comes with different dynamics, but it's not okay no matter what. Like well, boundaries are important. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying is like this, and I'm glad that it's not a female. Like, yeah. It, it's not. Well, because we've seen it a lot. Exactly. Yeah. So I th- I think with this, it really kind of could pull you out of it and mm-hmm. and be like, oh, analyze it from, yeah, mm-hmm. from this point of view, and you know, it, it's so sad. Yeah, that people will just take advantage of that purity or whatever. and Being you know, new, even. Yeah. You know, like, I think even you don't have to be in a business. You could just be new in town and people exactly. want to use you to, you know, not even sexually, but just to, you know, have someone uh, be a number against someone they hate, you know, like, exactly. see, or uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just, uh, it was for, this is one of the campiest films that, is so good at nailing human nature. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. what I loved about it so much. It was just, I remember in the beginning when the mom was just driving around trying to get, you know, Avon. Mm-hmm. Avon calling. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. God. So funny. She was so good. And then when she, you know, drove up to the mansion on the hill and then just walked in initially, I was like, bold, this is so bold. And I was almost like, like what the fuck? Like, why doesn't she, and no woman would do that, but then it quickly clicked like, oh, this is camp. This is not mm-hmm. our universe necessarily at all. And this is like, you know. And so then from that moment on, though, and she's like, I'm just going to bring you home. I was like, I am on board. Like, mm-hmm. I know I like this movie already. I can kind of feel it in my bones because it was just so ridiculous, but right. played so well. My yeah. favorite thing about this movie is that I think it was pitch perfect casted. Cast. Yeah, 100%. It, it it's it's everybody was such a good multi-dimensional actor because this kind of stuff, this material in the wrong hand, w- this would not have been as good of a movie. Yeah, and it's not a knock I at know. the direction, it's not a knock at the art department, it's not a knock at um the writing. Mm-hmm. It's just that there's not actually besides the physicality of his um mm-hmm. hands there's not really a lot of jokes per se and what most people right. would easily identify as a joke. It's a lot of dry humor. It's a lot of deadpan humor. Mm-hmm. And I've seen actors who don't understand that really yeah. make a script look stupid. Like I'm, whether it's mine, whether it's someone else's, I've seen it across the board. Like there's just a specific seasoning you need to pull off that stuff or an understanding and awareness, like whatever it may or may not be different for different you know people but oh my god there was not one weak link yeah in the entire film yeah exactly we've rarely said that no matter what the genre like that's you know a few times we've been like yeah yeah yeah, cast we don't need to recast anyone but like no this is this is perfect Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And like even and it was so weird because I remember when I watched this because I knew Anthony Michael Hall from mm-hmm. like 16 Candles, mm-hmm. um, Weird Science, yeah. um, Vacation. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. So like all these movies where he's like this nerd and then he like agro bully. <laughs> yeah. And he w- but like almost like I don't understand what you're making such a big deal about mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Al- that's almost wor- like for me mm-hmm. when people are like, I don't understand why you even care. Why do you even care? Well, because it's actual gaslighting. Exactly. To, yeah, yeah. To just cut someone off at their emotions and invalidate them. Yeah. Right. And it's so like, oh, my God, like I hate I hate people like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, they exist. Oh, they exist left and right. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was just. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was great. And the little brother is so, he's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And you were saying he was the kid. The, and Honey, I Shrunk honey the Kids. I shrunk. I, uh, towards the end of the movie, right before his face got slashed, I was like, I know I know that face. I know. And I, I had to look it up. And it took me forever to figure out which boy he was, because there's a few boys in the mm-hmm. movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, one was older, so I could roll him out. So eventually I just had to Google. And that, that's the thing I hate about IMDb, is when you look up actors from a role from like 10 plus years ago yeah. especially if they were young they have a modern photo if any at all because some have left mm-hmm. the business and so you're like well i'm looking at a 40 year old dude I, I don't know who this 10 year old or 12 year old boy is <laughs> oh. and same thing if it's like a 30 something and now they're 70 like it's just a disaster this like 33 years ago wow right, like, wow yeah, yeah it's 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 insane so um I just had to Google because the pictures were not even helping much because he was with all the boys. And I'm like, I don't think it's the blonde neighbor boy anymore, but I'm not convinced it's the kid Mm -hmm. in the glasses. But yeah. Yeah. Even the child actor was great. Yeah. 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 And uh, Alan Arkin. So funny. He's like, hey, you know, like just a real dad, a real like such a good almost like parody of a dad though yeah like you know like glands <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah that was a joke like yeah, yeah but uh, like grew glands glands yeah trying to think about it like, and they get all hilarious. swollen yeah yeah he just that was just so and it, he what i love this is what i mean by perfect casting mm-hmm. in the wrong hands that would have been really creepy oh for sure yeah but yeah. he was so just dry and milk toast about it and just matter of fact that it was hilarious. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. That and another there's a few parts that really made me kind of guffaw. Uh there's another one I just had, but I lost it. So hopefully I'll get it back. But mm-hmm. um The bank thing though, too, just going back to like some mapping when he tried to get a loan at the bank and the mom was like well, because the dad initially was like, or maybe it was the mom, I forget, was like, oh, but you have so many recommendations and people already love mm-hmm. you. It'll be easy to get a loan. And they're like, well, you don't have a social security yeah. or credit or anything. And she walked out of the bank all outraged for him. Like, right. this isn't. And I'm like, that's real life. So mm-hmm. many people have magical thinking about anything with paperwork. It doesn't right. just have to be finances. It can be anything with paperwork or qualifications. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I know you need X, Y, and disease to do this job, but you're so good at like yeah, doing this. Right. You could probably get this, whatever the skill set. You you have the skill set. You don't need the training. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just... It's just a piece of paper, a degree <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. I... And then they get mad when they get told no for right reasons they should have known i guess going in like yeah, it's, yeah you you miss all the shots you don't take 
sometimes sure. some, someone yeah. says yes but you're not allowed to be outraged if it's probably not yeah. realistic I guess. that's fair that i didn't get and and i think edward was like okay mm-hmm. okay thank you bye yeah you know like yeah he just didn't uh and that's the thing is like um and i almost i almost wonder if that was kind of like mapping of like even like racial issues too oh yeah that's a good catch people come in you know yeah i think that the uh any difference any otherness yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and i and i think that's why you know things like and also i mean that's kind of true like you know you go to these banks if you're you have to dress up mm-hmm. for it and stuff and it's such a weird thing because mm-hmm. like it'll be just like one yeah uh, there are plenty of i mean especially nowadays there are people who could just like gl- glide through life and do, especially with like all these crypto things. Like I think yeah. it has just made like Ponzi schemes like legal, and like all these people could just be like, "Oh, hey, I did this and mm-hmm. I did that." You don't even have to have done it, kind of. Right. In a lot of ways, you could say that you did, and you know these people are getting by on that. But like, if you're honest or whatever, like, oh, like. I don't, I don't know how well I'll do at this job. Yeah. You know, like something like that. Like if somebody went into a, a job interview and they're like bluntly honest, like I know a lot about this, but like I'm not mm-hmm. an expert. Oh, out, you know, like that's yeah. almost, it's so like. Even though most people do learn on the job. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, it, and it really is kind of like, yeah, this fake it till you make it. But if you don't try to fake it, sad, sadly, you have to. F- Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I I think it's so interesting that there's um something you know there there's there's that element, but then there's also you know people that will pull you. Well, Anthony Michael Hall's mm-hmm. character, you know, got him to like try to steal yeah. his family's money and stuff too. So there's people on the other side that mm-hmm. like will will say will like promise things like. <laughs> I don't know. And then, yeah, you get in trouble for, for whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I felt so bad for him. Yeah. yeah. The love story part of it, too, didn't piss me off at all. Because mm. there's been a few movies we've watched where I'm like, ugh, the girl just has to like the guy because he's the protagonist or whatever. And mm. that's not enough. But, like, she was in a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. She didn't like him initially. But it wasn't because her instincts were right. It was because it was just a bad opposite of a meet cute mm-hmm. oh right? yeah like he's in her bed yeah and she has no warning and exactly. then he has like creepy hands let's call a spade a spade mm-hmm. she thinks they're a weapon but then she slowly warms up to him because he is too pure for this world mm-hmm. he's the polar opposite of her boyfriend mm-hmm. and it's sincere it's not the nice guy quote-unquote mm-hmm. wink wink trope it's real and it's like that actually it was such a slow burn to right which oftentimes that is how you romantically connect with someone. It's not always love at first sight mm-hmm. or, oh, my God, they're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It's, yeah. it's often like, oh, that person's interesting, but whatever. Oh, no, yeah, I keep talking about that person. Oh, yeah, I like being around that. Oh, I love that person. Like that can yeah. that's kind of real. And, I, you know, I'm sad that they didn't end up together. But at the same time, she was a senior in high school. And mm-hmm. so it's rare, you know, statistically that that mm-hmm. would happen. And it's okay to not end up with your, you know, young yeah. person, sweetheart. And, um, 
yeah, they probably couldn't have had a life to, there was no magical thinking. Mm -hmm. So like I was personally sad that they didn't have a happier ending, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, this is kind of life and they made choices. Like Mm -hmm. this is how it has to be, you know, like he was like, you have to go or goodbye and well, she I think said to the town he was dead, and yeah. that's what they had to do to survive. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think really, kind of the scissors as hand is like an analogy of mm-hmm. like I destroy everything I touch. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but like this just can't happen. I mm-hmm. every, everything I touch in your world, I destroy. Yeah, so I just can't do it. Like I can't I can't be there for you, even though I. I love you or whatever like i can't i just mm-hmm. can't and i'm sorry and that is that's so tragic it's so sad but yeah really i don't is. know i don't i think if it was the other i i think if they would have ended up together yeah it just would have been like it would have cheapened it slightly it would have, cheapened it, it would have yeah. been nice it would have been a feel-good mm-hmm. thing i wouldn't have been furious but you know mm-hmm. i was like when i realized this was not a rom-com because it was ending how yeah. it was ending i was like holy f like I knew he wasn't, I was actually, I wasn't convinced he wasn't going to die, to be honest. But I mm-hmm. was also like, I don't think it's going to be too sad of an ending. So I don't know if I think that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I really didn't know. Yeah. Like, like I said, I was kind of on the edge of my seat. So then when I realized they really weren't getting together, I was like, huh, well played, Tim Burton. Well played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because most movies, even if they're not a rom-com, get a happy ending. The guy gets the girl. Yeah. Every movie we've seen, the guy basically kind of gets the girl, no matter what the genre. So. Trying to think of. Action movies are rom-coms with violence. Huh? (laughs) Action movies are rom-coms with violence. Right. Like, they are. Like, they they all are. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of his other movies. Does he end up with. I don't know or if do I want to know because I don't know if I've yeah, seen a lot okay, of his okay. movies. Yeah. So is Beetlejuice one of his movies? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's another one on our list. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good one. His his view on on the world mm-hmm. is definitely um, yeah. I think he likes to surprise the audience mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways because because even like his version of Batman, fame it's famous for people not liking it. Oh, interesting. Um, or which like, which guy played Batman in this? That's uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. So it, because it was so unorthodox, mm. and so like I think like his unorthodox storytelling, it either rubs you the right way and or the wrong way. You yeah. know, like it really. I yeah, mean, he's and, polarizing. There's not a lot of indifference. Yeah. Timber and fans or haters. And funny enough, I think like I haven't really liked that many things that he's done recently but i really liked wednesday he directed a lot of the episodes of oh, wednesday okay. i haven't seen i don't have netflix so oh okay yeah. it's so good i think he did a great job of it and like he's kind of that returning. feels up his alley that feels exactly yeah i and it's surprising that he's never done anything with the adams family before yeah and i was like oh yeah that's kind of a like two they're cousins for yeah sure. they're cousins yeah so like i do think that he really I mean, for better or for worse, they, I mean, even the newer movies, he's he. Sometimes he takes choices that mm-hmm. I'm not like expecting. Never a dull, never a dull right. moment, but like, 
it's like whoa i did not expect that sometimes i like it sometimes i don't but mm-hmm. yeah yeah as far as like especially those yeah i because this isn't i when we were in the preview review i was like oh yeah it's basically like frankenstein we were talking mm-hmm. about that and it kind of it is in yeah. a way it a is, gentler frankenstein right right yeah i mean because where you know the villagers turn on frankenstein mm-hmm. or whatever but in, oh yeah that is really mapped yeah yeah in in a way though but um, it's a totally different story yeah. but it has the same bones yeah it has the same bones. i'm not mad i mean the whole reason why copyright laws pre-disney existed was to protect an artist in their lifetime and i think for like maybe a little bit into the next generation mm-hmm. but the thing is like ideas spawn other ideas like there's so many Mm-hmm. it's a collaborative thing like the stuff that we've been inspired about now has bones back to mozart it has sure. like if you're talking about music if you're talking yeah. about plays we're talking shakespeare how many adaptations of teen movies have we already seen that are basically mm-hmm. shakespeare or some other kind mm-hmm. of like literature it's not ripping off it's in homage to it's in inspiration right. to and that's kind of how i look at this frankenstein mapping if you mm-hmm. will it's a, it's a totally different vibe it's yeah. bizarro frankenstein like right at yeah. its most sincere but it's a different movie but there's tropes of it for sure right. for sure frankenstein was r- never really accepted the way that uh, there's, there's a lot of differences yeah but I, I mean that's what i do like about it is that those differences it does show because I mean, ultimately frankenstein was made from I think convicts too. Oh, was he? Um, okay. So I think there's. I kind of don't remember all the ins and outs. Yeah. Or nuts and bolts, should I say, Frankenstein. Maybe we'll leave that on the list for mm-hmm. Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the changes that they make with this, where it, you know, it kind of is a. F- <sighs> it's almost like yeah, we we have this oddity, and you know, it's fine when it serves us but when it starts not we need to get rid of it yeah. you know and yeah and that's uh i like that the family though stayed sincere in their like love and championship yeah. for him um because like a lot of the times i don't know which way it really goes now that i'm thinking about it but it also speaking of mapping there's a little bit of i don't know if i want to call it white saviorism tropes if you will mm-hmm. yeah. maybe a little bit but also just any person with good intentions taking right. something that doesn't belong to them in in an organic sense mm-hmm. into their own homes yeah. you know and see like my coyote in the back <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> oh yeah schmoozy that guy no um yeah. i don't know why i want schmoozy for a name um speaking of names really fast the dog the joyce's dog name was kisses and we had a laugh because my wonderful regal amazing dog her shelter name i'm not convinced it was her name before uh because she never responded to it was kisses yeah that was (laughs) dumbest name ever we've been kind of making fun of it for two years and uh yeah she never responded to it because she either thought it was a dumb as hell name or Mm -hmm. uh it just was her shelter name because they do that sometimes and uh yeah. Uh, yeah. She was like, "Great, you're calling me Lady Grimaldi. Great, great. I have a name. I like this name. For sure. Grim, yeah. Grimmy. It all works." Um, but yeah, it was it's it was almost like just because of his hands, it was like having a wild, exactly animal in the house. Yeah. You know, because it's like so many people want to you know adopt 
animals. Yeah. And the truth is, even the most well-behaved animals wreck your house to some yeah. extent, you know? Yeah. And you could ob- obviously see that, like, all these things were affecting him. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he was starting to act out, and he really was, like, getting pushed too far by all these people who are mm-hmm. in every... Literally, everything is foreign to him. I mean, because we see his creation yeah. with um, its last film that uh vincent price ever did i didn't even peg him at first when you were like look i'm like wait yeah, yeah i just didn't recognize older. him as an older He's, guy yeah i mean because this is and his voice was ever so slightly different yeah. like i heard it in some timbers and some in some of his sentences but i was like wait yeah. really wow okay oh okay yeah yeah yeah, I see yeah. It yeah. <laughs> but it was like it was, it's a really good last oh god i loved him so much movie. like yeah i he was such a good performance yeah it was so captivating mm-hmm. and i love that it was vincent price but he wasn't creepy right exactly he lived in a creepy house of course he yeah. made a creepy endearing guy but like mm-hmm. he yeah it was but just he was trying his best yeah but but like i mean it was him being alone and being like mm-hmm. in this beautiful place that makes a bunch of cookies for people which is also a nightmare before christmas because that guy made sally yeah Huh. Exactly. I didn't that's think why, about that's that. Why just now. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. Wow, this you movie, were not kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's so many elements to this movie that I, 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 if you guys heard the review of Nightmare Before Christmas, we didn't like it, and no. I'm still on. I'm still and saying that, and I think now I'm like, oh, I know what the reason was, yeah. and I know what it was for sure. Now, is like, even as a kid, I think I really recognized. Yeah, it's it's so similar. Yeah, the claymation's cool, but sure. like, but like, I really think that the elements in here worked better because it had a juxtaposition to the, you know, uh, neither of the two worlds, like the pastel world mm-hmm. or or his castle world, is our world at all. Yeah, but it shows the two different elements of our world and um, or or two elements of our gigantic world um but i think with nightmare for christmas it was just focused on that you know spookyish part and then like even yeah. with the with the christmas part it just didn't work as well but anyways because there's more context though exactly. in this movie mm-hmm. there's more backstory even though it, we slowly got it and it was more relatable because yeah it, you know what i've felt like edward at times mm-hmm. you know where i'm like yeah, me too. Where, where am I? What am I doing? Like this, or who I'm are these so people? Right. Why am I not doing the right thing to, according to these people? Yeah, or... exactly. And you just feel like an outcast, and you're, and then it kind of makes you worse and worse and mm-hmm. worse. You know, people are just making it worse for you, and um, even though the, the family is like trying to help. But anyways, going back to his, you know, creation and stuff like it, it, with his creation, I really do think that, you know, he was. He was kind of built somewhat to be like a son. Yeah. You know, to this inventor. I don't, they don't go into his backstory Mm -mm. too much, but like, you know, he seems like he was probably just focused on his work Mm -hmm. or whatever and making this factory, making cookies for people, which is very cute. Those look like some good cookies, actually. Those look like those cookies that I made for Halloween. 
Yes, Clark made the best sugar cookies I've ever had in my life. I'm usually a chocolate only person. Like (laughs) once or twice a year, I realize I like sugar or butter cookies. Yeah. And I have like a week where I eat them. But uh, that was my week this year when you made sugar cookies and Mm -hmm. I for Halloween and I innocuously had one to be polite. (laughs) Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'll take 12. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's. How we, that's how i get you yep um but anyways but those cookies looked really good but but like <laughs> you know the the purity that edward has kind of comes from his like, yes. creation in that way you know which was so surprising because it's like when you were first introduced to him i'm like okay he's just kind of feral and scared and childlike though it's not like you know crazy town and then, like, there was, like, this is why I like this movie. There was a moment where, like, I had a half thought where I'm like, why is he so innocent? Like, didn't some creepy scientist make him? But I was too distracted to indulge in that thought. But it kind of, like, a thought in meditation just crossed my mind really fast. And then we start, like, within five minutes getting the back scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, a very nice old man. Not a creepy mad scientist. Mm-hmm. A nice old scientist man yeah. made him. And it's like... I think a lot of the movies I have not liked, it's like I'm spent too much time wondering what the hell is going on or what the backstory is mm-hmm. or why someone's acting a certain way. And then the payoff isn't worth it for whatever the reason, whether mm-hmm. the context isn't fleshed out and out, out enough or whether I'm just too far gone at that point. Yeah. But it was just such a well-paced movie. And every time a question would pop up, like that because mm-hmm. there was a few where i was like i even said one too where i'm like why is this woman going into this house but i'm like oh but she's so great at committing to this mm-hmm. camp daft woman if you mm-hmm. will that i kind of like let it go and then i was like all oh, right this is the this is the assignment this is what we're doing and this is like another example every time i had a thought where i was like wait a second mm-hmm. it was squashed immediately yeah yeah, that's good. It's a very tight script. Very right, tight I know. script. Like, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know if I don't know who wrote. I forgot who wrote it, but it might have been Tim Burton. Yeah, I mean, we could see, but uh, yeah. Here, actually, we'll look it up. Uh, Tim Burton and Carolyn Thompson. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, because Carolyn Thompson. Yeah, because she is familiar. Oh, Adam's family. Mm-hmm. She wrote Nightmare Before Christmas, Corpse Bride. So they write together a lot. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Corpse Bride is really good. And I think out of all of his animated movies, I think Corpse Bride is Oh, she wrote the, the Secret Garden, the screenplay too, the yeah. movie. I love that movie. The Secret Garden, yeah. Yeah, I um, really love that movie. Love oh, the one from 1993? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it since then. I think um, I rewatched it in the past 10 years, maybe in the pandemic. I don't know. Oh, okay. And I still thought it was... Pre- oh, she wrote Homeward Bound, too. She wrote Our Childhood. That's oh like what my I'm seeing. God. That's what I'm seeing. I loved Homeward Bound so much. Man, love those little doggies. I'm afraid to rewatch it because I think I'd ball. I, so I, I knew too. I cried as a kid, but now as an adult who has an unhealthy attachment to my therapy dog, I think I would yeah. lose my mind. I don't think I could withstand it. Those doggies were such good actors. I know. Too. Oh my god! But yeah, she wrote that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. great. I mean, wow. yeah. No so wonder it was a good script. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. And like Tim Burton, I you, yeah. I mean, you could see a lot of Tim Burton in it too. And um, yeah, he's a good writer. Like mm-hmm. the thing is, it's he he he's like the director version of like Weezer, where it's like, man, you used to be so cool. 
But like now you're not cutting edge anymore. Now all your <laughs> like I'm nervous to watch some of your movies now. Mm. And um, but like I said, didn't Weezer go on great. like a cruise? Yeah, we? they yeah. used to be. The, yeah, the, I think my friend well, Brian so, wanted me to do that with him as like a semi-ironic joke, but I think he was also a secret Weezer fan. Or maybe I'm bastardizing this and it was something similar. But I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. No, I don't want to go on a cruise. Period. I don't want to be. I I don't want to be on a boat. And I don't want to. I don't hate Weezer, but like, yeah, I like your analogy. Like, I like Buddy Holly. Like, that's a jam. That's a yeah. bop. I don't love Blue a lot album. of their other stuff. I yeah. like some of their other. I'm selling them way short, but. Yeah. Are they my favorite band? Absolutely not. <laughs> but at one time they were for me. Mm-hmm. Like they were one of my favorite bands at one time. Yeah, they like, were really cool. They had a moment. They were sure. like up there for me. Like Blue Album, Pinkerton, and even Green Album. I actually like Green Album. But like now you cannot get me to admit to liking them anymore because I don't like most of their catalog. And I'm scared to listen to their music. I haven't listened to any album probably since like 2007. Because mm-hmm. I'm like nervous. Because I don't know if it's going to be that good. But um, but like I... But going back to it. Like I sometimes I forget that like, you know, Tim Burton is so good. Like he when he does what he wants to do. I think when he has more control. Yeah. Actually, I think that's when he does better. And he, you know, he works with... Uh, I mean, you know, we, we were talking about Giant Up, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning of this, but like Giant Up gives such a good performance in this. And really? I almost couldn't tell it was Johnny Depp. Yeah. And it wasn't just the makeup, it was the expression. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the physicality. Like, this wasn't like a young heartthrob Johnny Depp. Exactly. And you that, know, and could this you... was a character actor. Right. Yeah. I mean, because that's, you say what you want about Johnny Depp, but at this time, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, I mean, he's a, he was really good looking at this oh, time. Oh, yeah, just yeah. Gorgeous. But he was taking roles like this. He mm-hmm. was, he was taking this and he, he was playing weird characters. Which I think is part of why he was so beloved. Because yeah. every pretty boy gets even more attractive if you realize there's an edge or a quirk or whatever to them. Like, right. We talk a lot about, like, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23, and there's this great episode where they think James Vanderbeek's going to, you know, be in the people's most beautiful, right. uh, or most sexiest man alive. That's what it was. Yeah. And the whole episode's about the People magazine, Sexiest Man Alive, and they make all these, like, throwaway jokes about how, like, I don't remember what it was or if it was even based in real life, but it's like, oh, yeah, Brad Pitt has a pet gerbil in Denzel right. Washington collects stamps or i don't it's just like you know something that humanizes or gives them more dimension or makes them more interesting and i think that speaks to why johnny depp was so popular for so long and such a heartthrob it's not just his looks there's Mm -hmm. so many attractive people in the world especially in hollywood it's the thing that makes them that seem accessible and the fact that he wasn't leading with vanity made him more attractive right not that i knew who he was at this time i was a little thing but you know i can understand mm-hmm. what was happening based on what's happened with like other people in my yeah. more memories based lifetime <laughs> yeah exactly and um you know because that's like a risky thing like oh I, yeah i think his his career could have gone in different ways mm-hmm. you know i think he could have just only done rom-coms or yeah he, i could have seen him gone getting stuck with that but i mean honestly the first thing that i 
And I think it was probably one of his first movies was Nightmare on Elm Street. He's in the first one. I haven't um, seen. No, I I <laughs> I know one hundred percent. But like, but that's the thing is yeah. like he. Well, also like Kevin Bacon was in uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. So I guess like these movies, actually the horror movies, kind of get people. But um, but yeah, I think yeah, very interesting that he just kind of uh, went against it. Yeah, I mean because when he was on Twenty One Jump Street, I mean like everybody was just all about yeah, yeah, you know. I think that's what's so disappointing about the fact that he has fallen for Grace for valid reasons. Um, He seemed more like an artist, Mm -hmm. which I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's so many artists that aren't good people, but I think when you're a Hollywood actor or actress people um there's like that stereotype of what that is so anytime someone goes against the grain Mm -hmm. it just feels more interesting and more grounded Mm -hmm. you know again vanity not leading the cart and didn't he own part of the viper room or something or one of those yeah Yeah. like i was surprised to find that out in recent years too because he just loved music so much Like, yeah, it just felt like a human that just mm-hmm. didn't care as much about fame and cared about the art. And mm-hmm. oops, 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 he's bad. He's a bad person, it turns yeah. out. So yeah, I think that's his fall from grace. That's, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I, again, I don't even know all the details Mm-mm. about it, but. Yeah, I don't either. Um, it From what I've seen, it's been like, it's a weird back and forth. And unfortunately, like. Yeah, I think the men's rights or whatever. Yeah. Like, just people that I don't like took his side. So, whatever it is, like, I'm not on board, obviously. But I don't think that case is all there is to him as a person, though. Um, in a way. But, yeah. It's just a mess. Yeah, it's just a mess. But, yeah. I'm so glad that you like this because, uh, yeah, I didn't... I feel like I the movies that you hadn't seen, you were kind of like, eh. Yeah, and I know there's other ones I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah, there's been a few in a row that I've... Maybe not a few in a row, but it feels like... Yeah, th- a lot of the ones that I haven't seen have been like kind of mixed on at best. But I also um, want to say, just before we wrap, just the Suburbia Ladies... Love them. Oh my god, Love they're so them. great. Yeah. I've seen them in all and other stuff. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't know all their names, but uh I don't think I've in in our podcast, I don't think I have seen such a great cast of side characters. Mm-hmm. And there's been some good ones, but like this was just they were so good. Yeah. They were so good. Yeah. I don't even know what else to say. I just felt no, remiss so to not funny. bring it up. Like well, then, especially since they opened the they opened the movie. I mean, the mom does, yeah. but like, I was well, like, I was bummed. I was like, oh my god, I hope we see these characters again, and this just wasn't building mm-hmm. up the Avon world. Yeah, and then I was so happy when they came back. And then also them, because you have to also, yeah, this is another thing I didn't think about. They forced them to have a barbecue and open. Yeah, this like, this was all they're doing. Yeah, yeah. now that I think about it, if he would have just stayed there and they wouldn't have bothered him. Or let him acclimate slowly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that would have been so much better. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
But they're so funny, though. They were so funny. And <laughs> I have, like, watching that, it really gave me, gave me a visceral, like, oh, my God. You know, from when I was a kid, like, mm. when my mom, my mom would have Tupperware parties sometimes. Mm. <laughs> like, that was such a big deal back then. Um, and my mom used to work at a, uh, at a salon as well. Um, but it was just like, yeah, like a group of ladies, yeah. like they just, they're calling each other and like my, um, my cousin, cause my, my mom and my aunt used to just call each other all the time for the small sl- and gossip or whatever. And my, um, my cousin made up the song to the tune of, um, on the road again. Uh, but it was like on the phone again, <laughs> Arlene and Andrew on the phone again. It's yeah. Funny. And it's, uh, but it's just, it's very fun. And it's weird because it's hard to tell what time period this is. I think it's, it's like 80s meets 50s. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think it's just shorthand for yes. suburbia. Yes. Like if you. And I love stuff. I love mm-hmm. bended universes so much like yeah. that. I love it. Yeah. It's more and, timeless. Right. And this is, I mean, and this is probably a neighborhood that, you know, like we were talking about, Tim Burton grew up in. Mm-hmm. And that's probably exactly what it looked like. And that's what every family looked like or whatever. The phone thing is such a, I wonder if the neighborhood ladies just now text. Because I think that was I, like a timeless thing. Or the next door app, right? Or something. Oh, that's like the passive aggressive version of things. Because yeah. that like a... Like, oh. a go- like a goss, like a like a uh, someone's making too much noise, yeah. or yeah, or they're yeah. I mean, because I don't, I don't have one. I I don't got, I got sent a. Th- it was weird. Like somebody sent me a text to invite me onto mm. it, but I was like, I don't know how legit this is, but I, mean, I just would rather not know. Would rather yeah, yeah. or I, like I have citizen for crimes near me, but yeah. Know, that's it. Well, I think I think for me, like I, I see more stuff than anybody else does because mm-hmm. I'm out at night all the time. But, right. Um, my uh, but my mom though she is on it and she's it's mostly about coyotes apparently mm. <laughs> because uh, in in West Covina I guess they, it's a bunch of coyotes that are mm. eating a bunch of dogs. Well, that's cats, better than gossip. Yeah. Maybe we've come a long way because in Virgin Suicides, there's mm-hmm. a lot of it's such a dark movie. There's a lot of great throwaway lines yeah. that are kind of dark also, but really funny about the neighborhood gossiping. You hear people talking on the phone over like the Lisbon family. It's like, oh, it's probably that decorating. I would have wanted to kill myself too. Oh, and you're like, holy God, fuck. I know. But it's like that. Yeah. I love movies that, um, I don't know, just kind of have like darker themes, but really parody either suburbia or the perfect American life, mm-hmm. if you will, because Virgin Suicides is, you know, it's not as campy, but it it's a statement mm-hmm. about that stuff against that stuff. And um, but I'm a cheerleader right. is sort of in the same universe as this movie to me, where mm-hmm. it's just very like all American and yeah. like personified I, everything, you know, and theming yeah. and and um, and even um, a lot of John Waters movies too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen. Yeah, many, a few. Yeah. yeah, like uh, Cry Baby, which trying to yes. funny enough is in. I have seen that one. Okay, yeah, and. Um, uh, hairspray or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think I saw the original one of that. They rebooted mm-hmm. that in like two thousand something, right? Yeah, but there was the original one. Oh yeah, there's the original one. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Exactly. It's like, honestly, like movies like that and this one feel like a prequel to a lot of the indie movies of the Mm -hmm. late 90s and early 2000s that are like campy and weird, but like Mm -hmm. really well done, really well acted, but have a fun theme or like a, which is my favorite. That's why I like this movie. Like, you know, it's like. I knew once I understood that the woman wasn't just being written to be a dumb woman and like was just a ridiculous helping helper of a mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Classic oh, mom, I am yeah. so on board and just looking at all the, the aesthetics. Uh, the One of the only other times that I knew that I liked a movie and I knew I was going to like it in my bones for the rest of the movie, no matter where it went. Mm-hmm within five minutes was napoleon dynamite oh my gosh just yeah. and that happened even faster the first scene where he's just staring at nothing waiting for the school bus to come yeah and it's like a prolonged like just a second or two too long mm-hmm. start i was like done i'm in yeah. love this movie this is ridiculous it's a tone thing with me i think mm-hmm. you have to catch me in the right tone yeah right and but. i think um i think this one does th- yeah speaking of Napoleon Dynamite, I think, very similar thing. Yes. It's just like it, it takes a certain, that one's more rural. Sure. But it, 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 it takes the weirdest things from like so many different time yes. periods yes. In, in that setting um, and kind of makes this amalgamation mm-hmm. of the reality, which it's not real, but mm-hmm. like there's all these elements are do exist yeah in a, in a lot of ways so yeah. they just make them ridiculous or a little yeah. more exaggerated but yeah. again acted in a very grounded yeah. way which is what makes it work <laughs> yeah exactly in that writing oh my god and also like another thing one last thing for me um mm-hmm. but uh, in the 1950s and 1960s i was i had done a th- you know i studied like art study by i was a docent at like mm-hmm. a museum where they specialize in victorian homes and uh they they preserve them and one of the things was that when we think of like a spooky house we have the 1950s and 1960s version of what a spooky mm, house right. is so like when you're looking at all these modern houses um that was the norm for like the 50s and 60s you know these Mm -hmm. prefabricated homes you know with the garage and everything but the thing that used to creep them out the the square pegs in their neighborhood were always these old victorian homes yeah where the architecture was really whoa there's so much flourish in it oh my god like they're you know like the suburban homes were usually very campy but then the Victorian homes were very opulent mm-hmm. and it just seemed like such a different time, even though it wasn't that far. Right, right. And so that's where our concept of like haunted houses come from. So like we think of like the haunted mansion or, or whatever, you know, all those older homes are the ones that are the uh, haunted ones. Yeah. yeah. And they even said that in this movie, they're like, oh, that house up there, that's haunted. Good all around. Yeah. Good view. <laughs> i love how the dads talk about we would probably have a pretty good view up there it was also just such a good what was the part where they were at the diner and it's like oh she showed me where was. all those boops were and then she did the thing where she showed me the smock and took off all her clothes, clothes. and then like even the kid 
is reacting to it. The mom yeah. and the sister, absolutely. And then the dad's like, well, that's good. You should think about getting a bank loan. Like he just, and that's just such a, uh, I don't think it's necessarily true, but it is a stereotype that is rooted in some truth mm-hmm. where dads are just not good listeners or men are just not good listeners. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, you know, just kind of like missing the important yeah. beats of the story. And let's talk about fiscal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Instead. Right. <laughs> like I, there was just layers to why I like this movie. Yeah. There really was not a line or a scene that did not belong yeah. or was too long or any, it was just kind of like, a lot. I want to watch it again already because wow, I'm yeah. sure that there's some caked in stuff that I mm-hmm. didn't catch. Yeah. And I think also like, yeah, exactly. Like even looking at, like in watching Winona Ryder in this, it's so weird because this is the most conventional that she ever really I was going to say normal, but also yeah. even her character is very normal. Yeah. Like she's not tortured like in Girl Interrupted. Mm-hmm. She's not... Um, I just saw mermaids for the first right. time oh, and you did. that was such a, um, well, like a, within the past year, but like before we started our podcast, I think, but, um, you know, that was such a, you know, intense teenager. She was oh, an intense yeah. teenager. Very. Like she's very good at playing intense young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, there's a spectrum of her intensity, but this was like a, she was just a girl in the suburbs yeah. that had a bad boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So conventional looking, conventional uh, yeah. personality and a lot in life like yeah it was just kind of mm-hmm. and very good very grounded yeah. yeah exactly not boring still still had a screen presence for sure just fun fun there's so many fun elements to it actually that i forgot about just yeah. like the show and tell like i thought that was very <laughs> funny and just like yeah just like i just love that they picked the most impractical and ridiculous apparatuses yeah or even body part missing and then the app it was just like you need your hands for so much Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm not saying people can't function without them but the fact that they it's harder Mm -hmm. and then they replaced it with like Mm -hmm. i've seen a lot of creative you know yeah different types of hands that are not really hands but just the volume of all the scissors and the mm-hmm. vol- like it was just and the speed he, yeah. could, he could barely feed himself and then of course they had to give him the water bed they only they only had a teenager have a water bed because they wanted him to break saw. it they wanted yeah. him to break it yeah, you know course, it was yeah. a plot device it was not yeah. a design choice or just like oh, water mm-hmm. bed let's just do it for no reason it just it was flawless like yeah. the the the, the most ridiculous and this is what i always tell people about comedy in general it's like you know when people get intimidated about having good ideas i'm like no comedy movie mm-hmm. on paper sounds good in the log lines yeah exactly man has scissors for hands right finds love gets ostracized what who would watch that tell mm-hmm. me boy um a guy loses his dad so he mm-hmm. sells brake pads across the country with his yeah. like old nemesis from high school yeah. That sounds boring. Right. That sounds yeah. terrible. Or dumb and dumber. Two losers go on a cross country road trip in a van mm-hmm. dressed like a dog yeah. to track down the woman he loves. Right. Who's exactly. watching that? Oh, who? No, yeah. you, but it's like, yeah. it's the fleshing out of comedy mm-hmm. or camp or. Mm-hmm. just ridiculousness in any genre that yeah. makes it work. Yeah. You take that scene and you expand on it, like you were saying. Like, mm-hmm. This, this is true. true. What else is true? And and yeah, 
him when he drinks alcohol he gets like crazy <laughs> lemonade um yeah there's so many funny things in it where yeah it's good. yeah so good, good i really i'm yeah it's been a yeah. while since i've really like since coco mm-hmm. since i've really liked yeah for sure like i've appreciated aspects of mm-hmm. a lot but i've liked some more than i thought i would but mm-hmm. um like love actually specifically <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we both 100%. were like yeah buckle up and we we're both like oh yeah. it wasn't as bad as people yeah say. yeah like all right but uh i i love it i hope next week i think next week we both haven't seen this movie Fargo? It's Bar- Fargo, yeah. Um, you haven't seen it, right? I have not seen it. Me either. And I know that, that that's a movie that I think I've lied about seeing, saying that I have mm, seen. Because it was like a thing with Cache. Like, I think it was, I think because I keep mixing it up with, with other movies oh, okay. too. And I'm like, yeah, I think there's a Fargo? few that came out around yeah. this time that felt tone or aesthetics similar to me. Yeah. Is this an Oscar winner? Uh, I know it's well, revered. We'll I don't yeah. know. I know it has prestige to it, but I don't know. Um, I don't even know a lot about it. So, yeah. well, we'll find out. We're gonna finally game. watch it. So, if you guys, you know, between this week and next, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen Fargo or if you haven't yeah. seen it in a long time, mm-hmm. go watch it so you can like come back, yeah, listen to up. our podcast, and like you know, agree with us or yell at us. Either which right. way, we're happy. Yeah. Um, and I like the Coen brothers too, so yeah. I'm what excited else have about they that. done offhand? Because I get them um, a little mixed up with some other duo. They did Oh Brother Where Art Thou. That's probably the biggest one that they've done. I did not see that one. That's actually, uh, speaking of fun, it's not on our list. Yeah. No, but it should be. Cause um, I seen it. It's actually an adaptation of The Odyssey. Mm. And um, I remember. I remember... Not that this is a brother where I talk, but when it was nominated for best adapted screenplay, I think they won. And I think Homer, who wrote the Odyssey and, mm-hmm. you know, ancient Greece, won an Academy Award. So, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so happy about that. But anyways, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that should be fun. I'm yeah. About that. Steve Buscemi. I love Steve Buscemi. Oh Francis my God. McDormand. I love Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Is he in Fargo? Do mm-hmm. you think? He's like the main character or one of the main characters. William oh H. Macy, God. Francis McDormand. I knew she was in it. Um, and love yeah. her. Uh, oh I God. think it's like Peter. Peter. Some, Peter Stomeyer. And yeah, I know everybody in it, but yeah. Well, I have a great Steve Buscemi anecdote. So you guys have to come back oh, next week because yeah. I'm going to drop it and you're going to think I'm real weird because I am. You're going to have to tell me right after this. Okay, I will. Okay. Um, off. Yeah. All right. Well, I am Lauren Blair Donovan. If you want to follow me and if you want to do that, my handle pretty much everywhere is Blairosaurus Rex. And then, uh, yeah. And then my name is Clarksy. <laughs> other Clarksy. Clark Nez, but other Clarksy. Just look up Clark. Yeah. I'm probably like the only Clark out there. <laughs> tell that to Clark Kent. <laughs> Oh, he's... Tell that to um, Clark Isaac Hansen, okay? The oldest brother of Hansen. His really? real first name is Clark. He went by Isaac. Oh. I loved Hansen growing up. I did not love him. I like Taylor, but I know the family we'll history see. quite well. Yeah. Okay. Well. We're also, let's finally watch it. Please like, subscribe, mm-hmm. comment, and find us on YouTube and or TikTok at Let's Finally Watch It. We will be back next week for Fargo. Yay. Bye, hey, guys. Bye.